Welcome to Girl We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Elena Jakes. This podcast is a lifestyle and entertainment news podcast where I talk all about life struggles, the breakups, the makeups, business aspirations, and I am always having new guests on to discuss it all. Plus, I'm always giving you the latest on all things pop culture. So let's jump into today's episode because, girl, we gotta talk. Welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. Today I am joined by business owner and hairstylist Catherine Butterfield. We are sitting in her new salon that she just opened and it is literally so pretty, beautiful in here. Um, She's crushing life and I am so excited to have her on today. Um, We're going to talk about how she just opened her new salon, how she got to this point, and we're going to hear all of her business tips because she is just so business savvy and she's always giving me advice when I'm in the chair, and (laughs) um, I can't wait to learn more. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So before we jump into everything, I want to do some rapid-fire questions so people can learn a little bit more about you. Okay. Okay, first question, favorite cocktail? Oh, man. Well, I'm really not a big drinker. I would say my absolute hands-down favorite, not even cocktail, it's just vodka cranberry. It's like my go-to. Me too. Oh, my gosh, I love it. Okay, describe yourself in three words. This one's kind of hard. Ooh, that one is hard. Yeah. Um, ooh, that's a hard one. I don't even like talking about myself. Yeah. Three words. Uh, passionate. Um, hardworking. Mm, yeah. And I don't know. What, what's the third one you would describe me I as? I feel like um, those are two really good ones. I feel like you're very caring. Okay, caring. Because I'm thinking about your dogs I, right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I do love my dogs. My fur babies. Yeah. Okay, caring's a good one. Those are hard. It's hard to, like, talk about yourself. Are those words that you think people would say about you? Like, what would other people say? I feel like those are all things I don't know. Say. I always wonder, like, how I come off to clients. Yeah. If I come off true to how I feel or if they think differently. Because at the same time of having someone in my chair, you know, I do care about them, but at the same time, I have to be business and stay on schedule and yeah. all of these other things. So I, I always like, wonder how I come across to people. Yeah, you're a good mix of, like, you take it very seriously, but you're also very, like, open and you talk to people and you seem like you care. People interest About their me. life, yeah, too. Yeah, people interest me, like, all their things that they do in their life. I don't know, it's really cool. I really do go home and tell Billy, my husband, like, oh my gosh, my client today was telling me this. I'm like, it's yeah. so cool. He just rolls his well, eyes. I He's like, like, my client. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when people come in, like, they just love to talk to you. Like, I'm always I just like. I hope so. I hope people I always just, like, tell you things and, like, I don't know. People You'd be ramble. surprised some of the things people tell me. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. Even in sitting in the old salon, like, even sitting next to the person that the other hairstylist. Yeah, while you're practicing. that client story, you and I will just, like, listen and be like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> no, people, they really do have interesting lives. Yeah. Um, some more than others, but it's cool Yeah. And to a, hear. Some are more open than others, for sure. For sure. For <laughs> sure. I think they forget other people can hear them. Yeah. The There's not like, a wall there. Don't talk that loud. Yeah. <laughs> what have people said your celebrity lookalike is? Have you ever oh, gotten that? Oh, actually, yeah. Um... Uh, from Glee, Lee Michelle. Oh. Yeah. Someone in high school was doing like a photography thing and they were like, you literally look just like her. And I never watched Glee until 
um, quarantine. I watched Glee. Oh. Um, but people say I look like yeah, her. Yeah, you do. That's so fun. That's a good one. I think we both have, like, the big jaw. I don't know. And the dark hair. And the, and the dark, dark yeah, hair. Yeah, I see it. Um, what is your favorite TV show right now? On Netflix, Lucifer. Yeah, you recommended that to yeah, me last time. Yeah, they just released season five. Okay. What is it about again? It's about a good little devil, and he comes to Earth, and um, without giving too much away, he works with Chloe Decker. He calls her the detective, and they solve all these crimes, and he's very honest. Like, I'm the devil, I'm the devil, but he can't, she can't see his devil face, so he'll put on his devil face, and she's like, stop being annoying. She can't see it. So there's a twist in there on why she's the only one that can't see it until she can. Okay. So it's this whole thing of they fall in love, but he's the devil. Ooh. And she doesn't believe him. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I definitely need to watch it. I have a whole list of, like, It's really good. People's It took me three episodes to get into it. Oh, really? So, I mean, that's a lot. Normally you're yeah. up within ten minutes. So it took me three episodes. Okay, but then it gets good. Okay. Um, what would you do if you won a million dollars right now? I would pay off my house and probably go to Bora Bora. Oh, travel. Travel. See, but you're still, like, let me be responsible. And then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think everyone's dream is to pay off their house. True. (laughs) So before we jump into um, kind of like the finance and the business side of things, I kind of want to get to know you a little bit Mm -hmm. more. So you were just recently married Mm -hmm. last year. Yeah. I believe that was already last, was it last summer? It was May 25th, 2019. Oh my gosh. I know. That's crazy. I know. Um, And you have so many cute little doggos. So do you want to talk a little bit about kind of your personal life? Sure. So my husband, Billy, we met when we were 17. Um, we actually just had our nine-year dating anniversary, wow. if you will. Of course, we're married now, but I make him celebrate every day. Do you day. still do both anniversaries? Yeah, so we do. September 15th is um, our dating anniversary, and November 15th is our engagement, and then May 25th is our wedding, so we celebrate each one. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we have two fur babies, Bella and Coda, and Billy Catherine, Bella Coda, B and K. Oh. Yeah, so that was Billy's idea. That's cute. So we call them the girls. They're totally our girls. Um, they're very spoiled. And they're, are they <laughs> They're labs? daycare right now. They're labs, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, Billy's the best. I say all the time, like, I don't know what I would do without him. I mean, he is, like, when you talk about, like, a team player or finding, like, your teammate in life, like, mm-hmm. that's totally him. Um, he's down for whatever. I mean, I could say, hey, I think I want to move to South Carolina. And he'd be like, cool, let's do it. Like, yeah. I, I think as long as we are solid, like, he'll do whatever. Yeah. Um, as long as we are solid. So that's really cool. I feel super blessed to have found him at such a young age because he's always been that way. Um, and, yeah, then we have the girls and we have our little life. And we live on four acres. And yeah. we have little bonfires. And the dogs run around and play. And So nice. Our little neighbor girls come over and we roast s'mores and look up at the stars and they name all the stars and so yeah. cool yeah you've um mentioned him a lot like when <laughs> when I would come into you and like talk about like my relationships yeah you would always like kind of compare not compare but be like well this is how like my boyfriend is or fiance or husband now mm-hmm. um and like it's so important that they're this and this and this like is that what you're feeling with like your relationship and I'd be like oh wow okay so it's like such a you guys have such a great relationship it seems like and like you just talking about yeah, it now yeah I'm like honestly so, cool. so lucky yeah that's yeah. awesome and I know it like I don't take it for granted and that's so, so crazy you met so young you know honestly 
if Billy listens to this, he's going to kill me for saying this. <laughs> but he actually proposed to me two weeks after we met with a really? promise ring. It was like this really pretty diamond oh promise ring, which I'm not allowed to wear anymore, he says, because he replaced it, is uh-huh. what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I wore it on my right hand. So for seven years, I guess. So you guys have really, like, known. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, it was, like, the moment of I didn't know who he was. I think he kind of knew who I was, but he didn't know me. Yeah. And I looked across sign language classroom, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to marry him. But it wasn't, like, a freak. It wasn't, like, um, a moment where I panicked or anything. It was just, like, I looked at him, and I knew, but it was totally calm. Yeah. Um, wow, that's And so I've cool. never doubted it since. Wow. So, yeah, he actually um, proposed with the promise ring at the old salon, like, in the back. Oh, really? He went and picked it up, and he was so excited, and he, like, yeah, so I just wore that on my right hand for, I think, seven years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So, kind of a little background. So, I met you in college when I first was, like, I think I want to be blonde, but let me, like, start slow, and we did the ombre. Balayage. Yeah. And and it was pouring rain. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the next, like, four appointments, it was pouring rain. So you would be like, do you want me to blow dry it? Like, you're going to run outside. Well, I think it was beyond pouring rain the it first was, time. Like, I was yeah. like, maybe you should wait inside and then leave. Out. Like, I don't yeah. even think it's safe to run to your vehicle yeah. right now. There's definitely been a few times where I just left with wet hair because yeah. at that point it was, like, pointless for you right. to even do it. Um, and then eventually we got to the full blonde and I haven't gone back. Right. And every time I come in, I'm like, should I go back? And you're like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Um... So, yeah, so I've known you a couple of years, and you've always been someone that, like, gives good advice, and you're mm-hmm. just, like, so, I feel like you just have your head on straight, and you just, Thanks. like, know exactly what you want. So, have you always been someone that's, like, been kind of, like, serious, not serious, but, like, serious about, like, the business aspect of things, and just, like, being smart about your money? Have you always been like that? Yeah, actually, and I sometimes wish I wasn't so smart, and I could, like, let loose a little more. But um, honestly, my parents own their own business also. And when I say they work a lot, I mean they work like 120 hours a week. Wow. Every week. And my dad has literally trained himself to not need sleep like the rest of us need sleep. Like he'll nap and work and nap and work. And he loves that grind. And I think I get that from him. him. Now I do love my sleep. I'm a little different from him in that aspect. But... um, I remember I went to a hair conference once when I was younger, and I forget the speaker's name, but he was amazing. He was just very motivational, and he said something. He said, there is always someone working harder than you. So when you think you are tapped out, you are not. Mm. And I remember thinking, I actually sat there and I texted my parents, like, thank you guys for being such an inspiration. And so I kind of fall back on that. Like, when I'm so tired, there is always somebody working more than you are, and you can do more. Um, if that's what you choose to do. So I don't know. From a young age, I really liked saving my money and counting all the cash. And yeah. it made me happy. Yeah. So I don't know. It just continued. Okay. I Yeah, I feel like, I mean, that quote really, I feel like, kicks it into full gear. You're like, okay, I won't stop. Like, I have so much yeah. to, more to give than I think I do. Right. Um, so I kind of want to back up a little bit into kind of like how you got into – this business and like what kind of drove you here so when do you think you like first walked into a salon and you were first like this is what I want to do like who introduced you to this okay so that actually never happened oh really yeah so it was kind of an act of God um we moved up here when I was eight and when I was I think I had just turned 
14 or I was 13 and a half or something. And the woman who did my mom's hair, my mom brought me in for an appointment to see her. And she really liked me. And the next time that my mom went in, she asked my mom, would Catherine want to be my assistant? And my mom was like, okay, like, I'll go, I'll talk to her. And like, my husband and I will talk, we'll figure it out and see if, if this is something that we could make work, you know? So I was all over it. I wanted to work. Um, How old were you? I was 14. Okay. So it's actually illegal to work before you're 15. So all the checks were written to my mom and she'd put it into my account. Um, But until I turned 15. (laughs) Um, But I loved it. I mean, literally, like, if last block in school we had a substitute teacher, I'd be like, can you come take me out? I want to go to work early. And I would work for free. I'd be like, I don't care. I love being here. And um, it just kind of evolved. Um, Then the woman who worked upstairs, I always still do, Kelly DeGear. She owns Village Nine Salon. Um, she trained me. She's amazing. She worked upstairs at the salon, and when she opened her own business or her own salon, I really wanted to go with her because she's awesome. And then I worked with her for 10 years. So it just kind of evolved. And honestly, um, my boyfriend at the time, now husband, I was 17, maybe I was 18, and I was doing dual enrollment um, with Nova online so that I could work more but my degree was in elementary education. And um, every time I said I wanted to be a teacher, I would just be like, oh my gosh, I just said that again. And I said, I just, I don't really think I want to be a teacher. And he said, well, why don't you do hair? Like, you love doing hair. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that. That's such a good idea. And the next day I went in and told Kelly I wanted to do hair, and she said, I'll apprentice you, and that was that. So back when you were the assistant, what were you doing? Like, were you just watching this lady, like, do the hair and you were just so, like, yeah, mesmerized? I did, like, or were you helping her, like? No, when I was, like, 14, 15, 16, I was, like, shampooing, handling the phones, doing inventory, okay. doing checkouts and scheduling and cleaning and everything but doing hair, basically. Okay. Um, when I started apprenticing, then I was actually doing hair. Okay. Yeah. So how was that process of her, of Kelly, kind of, like, walking you through everything and, like, teaching you? Like, how was that for you? It was really fun. Yeah. I felt like I just clicked with what I was meant to do, and it just kind of evolved from there. Um, but basically, I would watch what she would do, and I had been for years, um, and then I would do it myself. And, of course, everyone has their own flair, so you create your own flair with that. And that evolves always. Every day, I feel like it evolves. hmm how does it work, um, like, do, so, when was, like, the first time that you, like, finally did somebody's hair, like, on your own without kind of, like, having her walk you through it, and was that, like, scary? I feel like I'd be so nervous. Or were you just I like, I got I, this, it's just Yeah, whatever. I think it was like, I got this, it's it's cool, but, I mean, it wasn't, like, a full foil, it was, like, a okay. root touch-up or something. Okay. That is on the easier side of the application, yeah. do you know what I mean? Starting smaller. Starting smaller, so, um... And then it just evolved from there. But I, it was never like if I wasn't comfortable doing something, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, every day you do things you've never done before, but you just know how to do it because you see it in your mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. So what do you think have been the biggest challenges over the years being a hairstylist? Like, what have been some things you've, like, ran into that, like, bumps in the road, do you think? Um, I would say the balance of work and personal life. Because you get to know your clients. I mean, how long have you known me? A while. Yeah. And it's the same with 95% of my clients. Mm -hmm. So things like um, last year, 
I got married, and everyone wants to know every detail. Yeah. And some of that you just, you know, want to keep it to yourself. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to have that balance. And then also clients, they'll text you all the time um, for appointments. You can also go online, of course, but some people, they text you. And it's a hard balance of, okay, well, it's a Sunday. Do I respond on a Sunday? I kind of have to because their appointment's tomorrow. Okay, you know? yeah. So it's hard. Finding that balance. That of, balance. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. I feel like with um, people asking you about your wedding and stuff, do you find yourself, yeah, I guess holding a lot in because you're like, okay, like I want to tell you some stuff, but like this is also like my life. Yeah. But you're not trying to be sure. rude because, like, that's your client and you want to make yeah. them. So you're like. Oh. And you guys are, like, family to me. So it is, like, I do want to talk about it. But yeah. sometimes it's, like, if you see 20 clients in a day, do I really want to say it 20 times? I was going to say, you probably just days a week. say it over and over and over again. Right. Yeah. So it just becomes, like, you know. Yeah. But um, ultimately, it's because clients care. Yeah. So you have to keep that in the back of your mind, too. True. Okay. Well, so kind of jumping into, like, mm-hmm. more of the finance side. Um, I remember a while ago when I moved back here after college, I was talking to you about getting an apartment and, like, the best move and, like, what to do and how much places are around here and all that stuff. And you've always just been someone that's, like, the voice of reason. <laughs> like, I'll, like, run it by I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> I'll, like, oh, God. Really? I'll, like, run it by you and be like, yeah, like, my friend's got a place and it's, like, this much. And you're like, oh, absolutely not. Don't do that. And you're like, don't <laughs> do on. it. And... I don't know, you've just been someone that's, like, so responsible with money, so I'll just, like, run things by you, and you'll be like, yeah, that's a good idea, or, like, don't do that. So, have you always been, I guess you kind of said it earlier, you've been someone that's, like, always been smart about money, but can you talk a little bit more about kind of, like, why that is, you think, and, like, what drives that? Because I feel like, especially when you're young, you're just, like, people are so, what is the word? I don't know, like stupid with the, I don't even want to say stupid but like people aren't as smart about money when they're young they're just like oh I'm gonna pay for this and buy all my you know all these jeans and all this like mm-hmm. I feel like you're not someone that's super into like materialistic things you just always know what to spend money on what not to I may come off more organized financially <laughs> than front? I am maybe a little bit and I don't mean for it to be um definitely like between Billy and I I am like the money person like he'll say can we do this or can we do that or, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I guess I, well, when I, mo- I moved here from Florida when I was eight with my family and when we lived in Florida, my parents owned a huge investment property company. They owned like 12 or 14 investment properties and my dad worked during the week. My mom, um, worked at night and then on Saturday and Sundays, we would go to the properties and mow the lawns. And I think that just instilled in me, like, hard work. Yeah. You know, you do get the money from it, but it is hard work. Um, I don't know. A lot of times when I go shopping, I think, like, okay, how long did it take me to make this money? Like, is this really worth it? Oh. Yeah. Um, That's a good way of thinking of it. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. Um. So... The investment properties, I think you've said before that you have one or a few that you, Just one. Okay. We have one um, down the street. It was just, uh, it wasn't our, necessarily, like, our thought when we built it, but, um, yeah, just down the street, and then what happened was we had that place, and then we got dogs. Yeah. (laughs) And that place, our our investment property, quote-unquote, is a condo. So with the dogs, it just didn't work, Mm -hmm. and then we built out in Round Hill on some land, and- we had only been in the condo for eight months when we signed the contract for the house. So it was kind of like, do we really sell this? It just 
we just moved in and it's yeah. brand new, you know. So we rented it out and that's as long as we have a renter, we'll keep it. So yeah. Yeah, but we would love to get more, for sure. Yeah, I feel like that's such a smart decision to make. It's hard in this area, though. Okay. Um, just because everything's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to put down um, minimum for an investment property. It's 25%. And even then, you can't really rent it for more than what the mortgage is on it because everything's just so expensive. Yeah. So it's just kind of a break-even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so kind of moving to opening up your own salon. Yes. <laughs> so you worked for how many years? You said 10 years at the other I think salon? it was like nine and a half or 10, yeah. Okay. So had you always kind of wanted to open up your own salon? No, Is that never. always your dream? Never. <laughs> and it's still not, to be honest with you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Why? It, why? Because it's so much work. Okay, that's fair. Um, it's more work than what you would ever think yeah. owning a hair salon. Um, all the girls that rent here, they own their own business. So it's not like I have to manage them. Right. But it's just everything else. But don't Um, you see it as such a big accomplishment? For sure. But it's also, I mean, I can't tell you. I mean, construction here started like six months ago. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you in the last six months when I've had an actual day off. Yeah. So it does wear on you. This is still the beginning of it. So I feel like it's only going to get easier. Oh, I'm not going to have any more days off ever, (laughs) apparently. Um, yeah, so, but I love it. I love design. I think in a past life I was a designer or yeah. something. Like, I like designing things, so that was really fun. Yeah, this place this is place. beautiful. I wish, I mean, if you're in the area, come to Catherine because this is <laughs> beautiful. Um, so, what, yeah, what was, like, the process like? Obviously stressful, I'm sure, kind mm-hmm. of opening up, and, like, how did you, like, land this spot? Because this is a new... Yeah. Um, for people that don't know, this is, like, a new, would you call this, like, a shopping center? It's, like, a new It's, like, a mini building. shopping center, yeah. I think. Um... August of 2019, I came home from work one day, and I said to Billy, I said, I I just want to own my own place and have it be exactly what I want it to be. I'm here all the time. I work all the time. I just want it to be what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And he was like, finally. <laughs> and I said, and I want it to be in the new Ketterman's building. Yeah. And he was like, now, Catherine, that's a little Pump bit of brakes. a stretch. Pump the brakes. And I'm like, no, that's what I want. If I'm going to do it, this is what I want. At the time, this location was already leased out. Um, it was all under construction still, but the Kettermans, who are my landlords, had already leased out um, the two available units. So I had, I actually had a lease at another place um, in Leesburg that I was in the process of negotiating that when my client, who works for the Kettermans, um, had whispered to me at work one day that uh, this location had become available. So I immediately was like, okay, we're doing this, and I got out of my other lease and came here and that was in November of last year. And that's why year. client relationships are so important. Yes. There it is. Yes. I texted her and I was like, don't ask me questions. I can't tell you details. Is there anything available? And she said no. Oh my so gosh. then she had said, actually yeah. now it is. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. And she kept it quiet for me yeah. for literally a year. So I was Well, like, and you, you kept this quiet for so long. I and did. Then, um, so was that hard? Because you were like probably oh so excited. Oh my gosh. It was so hard. But honestly... Uh, Kelly DeGuerre, so she owns, she has two salons in Leesburg, and just out of respect for her, because she has done so much for me, Yeah. Um, I can't speak for other people, although I can say she's done a lot for other people too, um, I didn't want it to be out in the open, so I really wanted to wait until the last possible second right. to 
jump from her salon to mine. Yeah. Um, so I did keep it very quiet. But it was so hard because clients would come in and be like, have you seen the new Ketterman's building? Like, oh, my it's gosh. It's beautiful. And I'd be like, it is. <laughs> I had one client in particular because we had brown paper on all the windows so no one could see inside here. Okay, yeah. One client in particular, I'm not kidding you, every time she came in, every four weeks she came in my chair and she'd be like, I still don't know what's going in the end unit. They still have paper on the windows. And I'd be like, I don't know. Who knows? And I thought for a while she knew somehow. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, and she was why would she say, say this, mm-hmm. you know? But she came in. She was like, you lied to me. You said you didn't know. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. My bad. That's so funny. I know. I was so excited. I was like getting all the... The texts that you were sending out to, like, mm-hmm. everyone, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm I know. so happy for you. I know. My phone was, like, going crazy. Sure. I, I got all teary-eyed because I was like, oh, my gosh, so many people actually care, you yeah. know? So it was cool. I mean, this is a huge accomplishment, and this place is beautiful. Like, I Thank can't. You. It's so pretty. Thank you. Um, So what have been kind of your biggest takeaways from kind of, like, opening your own business mm-hmm. and, like, um, what have you learned in the process of it all? Oh, my gosh. I've learned so much. Um, I have the best family and the best husband. Like, they have helped me so, so much. I can't even begin to tell you. Um, definitely learned a lot. We're in the town and we're in the county, so everything's double inspected. Mm. The town looks for things different than what the county looks for. Um, so just as far as, like, construction goes, um, definitely one of those things where you pray for patience. <laughs> um, so learned a lot with building code and all of that that was it was actually really interesting really yeah um what advice would you give to like other hairstylists that are maybe thinking about opening their own salon or just honestly anybody that's like thinking about opening their own business I would say if you want to do it and you have like that passion for it you will succeed um not right away you have to wait for the right people yeah um but if it's something that you are willing to lose sleep over and you have that drive to go for it. Because mm-hmm. kind of going back to what we said about the three words of like describing you, you said passionate and hardworking. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you are those things and you have the drive, you can mm-hmm. make it work. But I feel like if you're someone that's like, well, yeah, that's a dream of mine to like open it up mm-hmm. or like do this for myself, but you don't have like that motivation, then it's you're mm-hmm. probably going to fail. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Well, and I think, too, like, I definitely have people in my life that they only want to work 9 to 5. And that's fine. Totally. Like, if you want that for yourself, but you can't do that and have a business. Own a business. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's hair or whatever it is. Yeah. It's not a thing. You are 24-7. So, you said earlier how, like, people are texting you on Sundays and, like, reaching out. And you've always been someone that's like, okay, well, I mean, they're my clients. I probably have to respond, right? Yeah. Like, has that really changed or has that kind of been the same since you've opened up because now you have you really are like on the clock all the time this is your business yeah honestly right now I just kind of kind of gauge it with my personal life in the sense of my husband works at night but Mm -hmm. not every night so if we have we have two days off a month together so if it happens to fall one of those two days I don't respond um if he's sleeping during the day and I am doing other things like then I'll respond so if it interferes with his time um, my time with him, then I don't respond. Yeah. Um, but I also, we have online booking, so it's like there really is no need for a client to have to text you. They can go online too. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of redirect them. Okay. Yeah, so it's salonnovaleesburg.com. Okay. What can you say to people in their 20s about making good financial decisions and why that's so important? I really think it's so important. I feel like the 20s kind of set you up for your life. 
Um, and I know people say like, oh, I want to live my 20s. You can still live your 20s and be responsible. I mean, you talk to anyone who's 50 or above and they would say, oh, I wish I started my retirement in my 20s or, oh, I wish I was smarter in my 20s. Mm-hmm. So what's the biggest thing you think people should be doing now to like set themselves up for success? I would say find what you're passionate about. I was so blessed to know what I wanted to do when I was 18 years old Yeah. Um, and have no doubt in my mind about it. So I know people, um, not everyone that, not everyone had that happen to them. Um, I would say find what you're passionate about. Yeah. And last question, Mm -hmm. what do you see for your future and do you have any like other goals in mind as far as the salon goes or? Um, so we'll talk business and then personal first business. I have an apprentice right now. Her name's Rachel. She is amazing. She's smarter than she realizes. She has so much potential, and she I don't even think she's tapped into it yet at all, um, which is a compliment to her. Yeah. Um, so I really want to train her and see her grow. That's business-wise. That's so fun. Now yeah. you're the Kelly, and she's the Catherine, essentially. Yeah. So that's yeah, she's like my mini-me. Yeah. Um, but I also have a new stylist starting in October, and then we have one open station, so... Um, waiting for the right person to come along. I've had more people reach out to me about renting a booth than I thought that I would, um, but we're just waiting for the right person. Mm-hmm. So that would be business-wise. We need to get a few more things done in here, like hang up more mirrors and stuff, but um, <laughs> that'll be next week. Personal-wise, I want to learn how to have a better balance of work and personal life. I feel like right now it's all just work, which I love. Yeah. Um, but one day we do want to have a family, and so I'll have to learn how to not let it take be over here all the time yeah do what everyone else in the world does and have a better balance yeah I feel like once you get you know a little more established here yeah, yeah. you'll have yeah exactly yeah. you'll know how to like balance it all and yeah. you'll have more leeway and stuff all right, well, I think that is about today's episode. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like I already Thank learned so much. Thank you for so having much. me. Yeah, of course. Be sure to follow, is it Catherine Rose Hair? You want to just tell um, everyone where to find Yeah, you? I always forget this because I'm trying to be more hip with the times and do Instagram. <laughs> so my Instagram is hair by Catherine Rose. Catherine is K-A-T-H-R-Y-N. Um, I have two other stylists working at the salon right now. Um, Lori Browse. I think her Instagram is Lori Browse Color and Cut. And then Jennifer is Hair by Jennifer Joe. No E after Joe, just Jennifer Joe. Um, and then soon Rachel will have one. And we have another girl starting, which I can't say her name yet. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then the salon website is salonnovaleesburg.com. And you can book online. So I will link everything um, with the episode information, cool. and then I'll tag you and everything. So be awesome. sure to give her a follow. And if you're in the area or not, honestly, drive here because it's worth it. Um, I've recommended, like, uh, so many people to you. I'm like, please go to Catherine. Aww, She's so thank great. thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, be sure to follow Catherine and then Girl We Gotta Talk podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>